high school love. It lasts almost as long as this damn drought. We're talking a Cinderella story on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and have a complete face blindness because of a cheap mask. Uh, my guest today, she's looking right at me, um, and I, I like always feel awkward every single time that I intro the show, because I'm like, You're, do whatever you want. But speaking of do whatever you want, my guest today, she... Uh, is celebrating her five-year anniversary in comedy. It's official. Uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area, you can see her all over town, especially at the Good Good Comedy Theater with uh, Your Mom is Funny, which I did last month. Mm-hmm. It's Hannah Trav. Hello. Hey. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for having me in your apartment. Oh, yeah. We are in my apartment. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast, and you're welcome for having me in my, <laughs> my home. Great. Um, so, I mean, let's just get right into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm ready. So, you're drinking orange juice, so it's kind of like royalty. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, um, tell me, so we're talking about um, a Cinderella story today. Starring Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Yes, the two love, I don't know what to call them. Were they, oh, wait, uh, were they heartthrobs if you need to at any point? Word, yeah, I'll, I'll call Oh, were they heartthrobs? Well, I would venture to say that Hilary Duff was America's teen sweetheart for several years in the 2000s. Chad Michael Murray had his big One Tree Hill. Did you? Is yeah. that before your time? So wh- I'm well, a little bit older than Ross, but not enough bit. that you guys should think anything <laughs> that I'm is not very cool. Youthful. Yeah. Um. Well, I I'm spunky. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. Speaking of spunky. <laughs> um. So I didn't know. I never watched an episode of One Tree Hill, but oh, I know good. him from uh, season one of Gilmore Girls. <gasps> of course, Tristan. He, Tristan. Oh my god, that was my other show that I used to watch as a kid. All okay, time. great. We can talk so much about Gilmore Girls. On an, on okay, can we talk about how weird it was in the revival? How they cast like a weird body double to be Tristan? No, I don't remember what happened. So Paris is like giving that weird lecture at Chilton, and then she runs into the bathroom with Rory. Because she sees Tristan, and like it's just the back of some guy's head who's also blonde. That is weird. I didn't realize that. And then like the weird girl that they had a few. Why didn't Chad? What's he up to that he couldn't go back and be Tristan in a scene? Oh, he's nothing. He doesn't need to do it though. Why not? What's he doing right now? That's the thing. He doesn't need to do anything. Like because of his One Tree Hill money. Yeah. Do you think? Oh, is that in syndication? It's. I don't know. I don't know if anybody watches. One Tree Hill. Um, like, in terms of, like, in syndication, just like, oh, it's it's 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah, It's yeah. time for One Tree Hill. He doesn't have, like, Seinfeld money, but he probably... You're saying that, like, One Tree Hill you think was lucrative enough that he doesn't have to work? I think so. I mean, it was really? on... It was on from, like, 2006 to, like, 2012. Like, that's a... Yeah, for sure. I just feel like... I mean, maybe he made really good investments. Here, this is where I'm getting at. I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. how do people make money and not work? Because I'm trying to do that. Right? No, like, I'm not. When I, when I look up actors and they, they do maybe one movie or one episode of a TV show every other year, I just, like, don't understand what is happening I in their lives. I just assume they can't get work or they're doing, like, plays. Oh, I forgot about plays. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. Let's talk about... Yeah, so... I really... I have... Both of Ross and I... I would just like to set the scene. We're in my kitchen. 
and we both have our phones with copious notes that we took while watching. We're also this very sweaty because this is, we're recording this uh, a couple days before it comes out, and this is like the first warm day mm-hmm. in months. Yeah, I was zipping and zopping all over town today. My cat had heard some teeth out. It's been a big day. I went to the gym. Um, please let the record show that for the past two and a half months, I've been super into fitness. So. Oh, you, you guys can't see yeah, me. She, I'm, she's I'm making doing a that. little pose. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> all I, right. Like, I need to go grocery shopping, but my grocery oh. store is right next to the gym. So, Ooh. like, theoretically, I could do both. Yeah. But I'm going I... to the bar that's near the grocery store, so I figured I'd swing by there <laughs> after. Bring your bags to the bar. Hey, guys. Um, Excuse was me. Was I not going to... Is that not cool to do? Because I was going to do that. Excuse me. Um, I have like two pounds of chicken thighs. Do you have like ice or something? <laughs> no, I would bring the bags <laughs> and go after the bar. That makes more sense. I'm going to... I should say I'm going to the bar for dinner. Okay. Now that we've talked about our plans and my home. Yeah, now that we got through the first five minutes of a podcast of just pissing around bullshit. Hey, now you guys, you guys know we're going to have a really good discussion. Yes. Yeah. Because we're both... Now we're going to be super focused. Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray star in this coming of age tale about a young, I'm making this up, about a young woman who has no parents (laughs) and a terrible life. Yeah, her dad died in a hurt, in an earthquake. Her mom was already dead when we... The scene starts with her mom dead. Already yeah. I'm crying. That also... So we, we can... I think uh, we can both just go straight through the movie because obviously all my notes are chronological. Same. So um, first I got very excited because I... The beginning when I realized that this movie would take place in a diner... I got excited because I love diners. Oh, yeah. What's not to love about a good diner? Nothing. And, and the staff at the diner. weird-ass right? diner that's just salmon at this point. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, her dad owns this diner. That's how the whole movie starts. She's like, I had a great life. My mom was dead. Sad. <laughs> but my dad and I are best friends, and he owns a diner, and, I, and the staff. She also said, I don't even miss not having. Didn't she say something like that when, when they were playing baseball ball together? She's like, I don't even feel like I missed out by not having a mom. No, she says something about, like, I don't feel like I missed out. On anything. Oh, that makes more sense than just her saying, I'm glad my mom is dead. I think she was saying, like, she has the support. This is how I feel like. Yeah, sure. Of course. No, I don't. But I do know what you're talking about. There's, like, a line in the beginning. So then his dad married. Her dad marries Jennifer Coolidge, who. Where is she at? She is so funny. I love her. And the music changed. And I, and I wrote down, Fiona's going to suck. And then I realized, oh, wait, this is a this about Cinderella. I <laughs> of forgot. course, her stepmom sucks. <laughs> But she's doing, like, the same voice that she does to be, like, the dumb person in, like, a Christopher Guest movie. She's so funny. Sam, get down here. Yeah, and she's just, like, her time. She has great timing. She's, like, I I enjoy her so much. And she's, like, really terrible. It, the, like, the writing for her make her really, makes her really evil. Yeah, and but also... she's so funny. And also, because this is, like, a teen movie, it's, like, the adult is evil, but also equally dumb. Yeah, Like, she she closes the uh, tanning bed, and it's, it's, like, pinches her butt. Yeah. <laughs> she also says, it costs a fortune to get the those salmon flown in from Norwegian. Oh, that... I think that's one line that I... So this... Uh, full disclosure, this was my first time seeing it. This but was I feel my... like that's that's like one of the lines from this movie that people quote a lot. Or like saying Norwegian. Yeah, I don't know if it's exclusive to this, but... Or the Jennifer Coolidge cinematic universe. I don't know. I am... Sh- I feel like only because 
it's like a low hanging fruit kind of Norwegian speaking Norwegian mm-hmm. Norway. I don't know if people are quoting it from that, but also I would be because it's that's good. the only place I've heard it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of this movie. I mean, it's geared toward teens. I'm not gonna lie. I love a good high school movie. This was the most teen thing I've watched in yes, so long. Very teen. <laughs> there are okay, so it starts. Her life is terrible. Jennifer Coolidge, who's amazing, play, is like all glasses and normal. And then the dad dies in a, a terrible way in an earthquake. Yeah, and they they so they have to show their bond being broken. So like. Um, Hillary Duff goes to grab her dad's hand and she's like, don't go. And he says, I'll be right back. And you can like see that they blocked it. So they were like, go as slow as possible as your hands drift apart. <laughs> and then, Wait, really? You don't think that it was like slowed down? It was slowed down, but it was like the thing, like when you and your friends are like taking video and you like pretend to do slow motion as a goof. Oh man, that's that what would, it kind of looked like to I me. I wish my friends would do that with me. You know what? <laughs> we're done. We'll do some cool slow-mo videos. <laughs> I'm trying to get her, them all my friends to put me in their Instagram stories more. It's like I'm always share the wealth. I'm hey, always putting you. I, in my... I'm right here, <laughs> right here for you. And then also they uh, they show um, her prized snow globe break. Mm. So it's like double bad news. Yeah, and then also both of her parents are dead. So I also was very curious, news. like specifically how the dad died, because like I'm assuming crushed by Blunt something. trauma. Blunt yeah, trauma. Um, if you think you know, tweet it. <laughs> yeah, if you... Murder, I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Blunt Force Dad. <laughs> Ooh, murder. I wouldn't put it above Wait, Jennifer also, Coolidge. there are two stepsisters, and I'm not going to lie, I googled where both of those women were, because I thought they were so funny. Like, I guess looking back... What are they like, up to? I don't... Both of them were like... I don't know if they do... They're like real estate. We now. were talking about this. I don't think we were on the podcast yet. We were talking <laughs> about what actors do when they're not... Yeah. Oh, no, that was before we started because we I were have talking no about idea, Chad because we've been Murray. sitting here for like fifteen. Minutes. Yeah, we got into a really intense discussion about Chad Michael Murray's career. Yeah. But the two sisters, they were, they had a great, they played the roles very well. Mm-hmm. I thought. Again, it's all about the, using the tools you were given. But the one plays the really dumb sister. The one is also dumb, but like meaner. And they, they, oh like, yeah, they're just goofy. The shorter one or the taller one? I think the taller one is so funny. She is. The shorter one's the mean one, though. Yeah, because I guess because she's a little shorter, she's like, I have to be extra mean to show that I'm a person. But they, like, go through a car wash at one point, which is, it's so ridiculous. They shouldn't have run in there. There's so many places for them to run. But so glad. Their physical humor, very good. They look like uh, Angelica's doll from Rugrats (laughs) at the end. (laughs) Cynthia. Yes, Cynthia. Yo, why do I know that and, like, not all the stuff I have to know for law school? Because it's the stuff that matters. Um, So the parents are dead and she's alone and she's stuck with her stepmom and her stepmom. And she lives in the attic. And her stepmom gets everything. The diner, the house. Yeah, they send her to the attic. Like, it's like really fucked. Like, where's... I wrote down, where was Child Protective Services? She has to move to a Harry Potter cupboard. Yeah, I also don't understand why the stepmom hated her so much at the beginning. Me either. Was it... Do you think maybe it could be a thing of like, oh, like, he loves her more than me? Because I know that that's sometimes a thing. That I guess. Like, you spend or maybe, more time on your children. Than I you. feel like maybe she just... Because she had children, too. Like, also because, like, this is... A movie? A movie about yeah. Cinderella. But yeah, she was, like, really... Can I swear? Of course. Okay, I was about to say cunty, but bitchy is fine, too. Whatever offends you less. Um, but yeah, she was, like... And she's so funny, but she's, like, terrible to her. She, like... Does we'll get to it, but she does some really fucked up shit. And yeah, 
this movie is like Hilary Duff is she shines. She's so resilient. She's so like adorable, but like her life is genuinely and, terrible. And she keeps calling her ugly. Yeah. She goes, Sam, I don't know how to tell you this, but but you're just not very pretty. And you're just not very smart. I'm glad we had this talk. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge, I hope you hear this. I really appreciate you. I just rewatched Legally Blonde when I started law school too, and I was like, damn, she is so funny. In yeah, this. I love her so much. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also love Hillary Duff, so I just want to make sure that listeners know that when Ross asked me to do this, I said Lizzie McGuire, and then we couldn't find it streaming. And I was like, just going through my Hillary Duff movies Rolodex, because I have a bunch of them on DVD that are like obscure. Raise Your Voice, for example. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, do you have the, the one, one that she did with her sister, um, Material Haley? Girls? It's oh. so bad. What about but it's? Are you, what about, what's the name of the one where she lies to her mom about like a dream guy? What? It's like, she, like her mom is lonely, and apparently they like, she the mom makes her Hillary Duff and her sister move whenever she like ends a relationship. Oh yeah, what movie is that? Wait. It came out, I think, either later this year when uh, for uh, a Cinderella I'm story. It up. Not that I Google Hillary Duff regularly, but but it's know, like Google it's, did <laughs> did just complete my search for. It's me. like Hannah. We know it's we either Hillary you. Clinton or Hillary Duff. That's really who I'm looking up, and or Taylor Swift. Um, the Perfect Man. That's what it's called. Okay. The Perfect Man. That makes sense. Oh, Heather Locklear. That was yeah. That, that is a good movie. I never saw it, and also I know it's not Hillary Duff, but this period of movies Mm -hmm. i i never saw it but i have such a vivid memory of the trailer for um uptown girls with dakota fanning where she like that britney murphy and dakota fanning yeah it is britney murphy r.i.p the only part that i remember is when she goes swinging door and then it hits britney murphy in the face because she tries to slam the door i don't remember that but i did see that it's a great trailer (laughs) um all right so back to a cinderella story it's so good did you like it i enjoyed it so it's enjoyable so it's like showing my cards like I don't think it's a great movie but I'm like I had fun with it yeah so when you ask me if I think it's a good movie or when you do ask me I will just say I do not watch a lot of movies I do not watch a lot of television the things I like I have seen a million times but I just am not a person that like takes in a lot of new content I think part of that is like doing stand-up five nights a week and then like sometimes I'm just sitting here and I just want to be quiet I can watch 30 Rock like every day and be content so, like, there are so many shows and movies that are classics that I've never seen. I also really don't watch dramas. Like, I get so emotionally invested. So, I really don't even know what a good movie is. Yeah, all the like, movie- my favorite movie is The Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Which is a great movie. It is but a great also, movie. But also, like, I've watched that a thousand times and I've never seen, like, Fight Club or something that people talk about as iconic. That's, yeah. I mean, I've never seen Scarface. I've never seen any of The Godfathers. Nope. Never seen Rocky. I haven't seen Rocky. Wow, we both suck. This is yeah. great. And you have a podcast. Well, I guess you have a podcast about children's media, yes. which every kid's movie is like basically The Godfather. No, every kid's love The Godfather. Okay. Um, what do you think of Carter? Oh, the friend? Yeah. Um, I thought he was well cast. I wrote that at one point. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the kid from Cougar Town. I don't watch that show. I watched three episodes and I was like, I like him. I know Busy Phillips is on that, right? Yes. I like her so much. She's a little annoying, but like so likable. It was confusing when she had her, when she just started having her own talk show. Is that still going? It is. 
the commercials were all over Hulu. Yeah. And then my brother gave me the password for his commercial free. Oh, score. Um, um, Carter's cute. He's a he's a really good friend to her, which I appreciate. There's like a scene where, like, two a couple scenes. He like looks out for her. And Who the, there isn't like a loving thing with her. I guess is There's he not the what? closest to fairy godmother? No, Rhonda's the fairy godmother. Oh shit, that makes a lot so more sense. So who's Carter? Oh, he's Gus Gus. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, that just Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Yeah, Carter's Gus Gus. And he has like the he has a devotion to her that isn't that is strictly platonic. Yes. He isn't like, oh man, like I like you too and I'm not a prince or whatever. He's like so supportive of her meeting her prince. We'll get to that. But like And he's a he's, method actor? Yes, that I thought that was like it's a he's a fun yeah, he's fun. But what do you think of him? One of the notes I wrote, I was like, you don't need to do these accents, Carter. No. I don't think you know what method acting is. <laughs> but no, I did I did like him. Um yeah, yeah I, I liked his just like because this definitely plays very much just like a paint by numbers teen romantic 100%. comedy because it's because this came out i think a little bit before mean girls yeah because mean oh. girls was also 2004 i don't know the exact dates offhand but i think it's i couldn't stop thinking about it because after mean girls kind of was like oh here are all the tropes of these teen movies so then teen movies started getting like all about death for some reason but uh, you don't think this movie is a little bit about death it's a little bit about death but it's not like fault in our stars about death Oh my god, that book is so good. I didn't see the movie. It is good. I read the, the movie, book so I could see the fine. movie. Oh my god, the book. Oh my god, I brought. I, there was a period of time where I was doing stand up and was out a lot. This is when I first started. I was out probably five nights a week till like, you know, midnight, one in the morning. And I would just bring my iPad with me to open mics and read. And that was one of the books I read. And I had to put it away because I, again, can't handle dramas and like started crying at one part and was like, I am at Fergie's. Like, I can. <laughs> my mom and I went on, uh, well, like, the whole family, not just us two. I love your mom. But, Barbara. oh, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, my, and I've we're met, Facebook I've, friends And now. I've met your parents, too. Yeah, Sharon and Rich. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Sharon and Rich. You guys are the bomb. Sharon's a lot of fun. Rich, like, came backstage, and I was like, wait, who is he? And then I figured it out. Yo, uh, he's, <laughs> dude, they are both, they've both been doing Your Mom is Funny. They've both been involved with Good Good Comedy Theater Longer than it's been a theater when they were just Damn. a production company. Yeah, my mom, we were like one of the first $5 comedy week shows. My mom and dad are so comfortable at Good Good. Like, my dad comes in with his little cooler and it's very cute. Yeah, oh, it was great. Your my dad was like, anybody want a beer? Yeah, he's so adorable. They're so adorable. I love um, them. But I forget where we were going with that. We were talking about how teen movies have changed. Yes, this oh, yeah. one is. I can't believe I got us back there. That was great. Yeah, um, my mom, when we were on a cruise, she read The Fault in Our Stars and she was just like crying on the pool deck. It's I'm like, so read, sad. Read a happy book. I brought like a book of essays or something. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Yeah. Also, my brother and I made uh, cruise friends, but not with like fellow teens. We we <laughs> met people that were that we that were in like the jacuzzi after we went to the gym. And we just hung out in the jacuzzi. Like adults? Yeah. Oh, full-grown adults. Like, they were in their 40s. We were Yo, uh, 16 and 20. all about making adult friends all the time. All right. That sounded weird. I mean that in a totally appropriate, I just am an old soul kind of way. Yeah. Okay, so Carter is adorable. I very much like Carter. I think he's my Gus favorite Gus. character in the movie. Really? I think so. I I mean, Jennifer Coolidge is great. I, the She's Jennifer great, Coolidge, but her character sucks. Yes. But yeah. Carter is cute. He's nice. When he it was weird when he was Zorro and I kept staring at his mustache the whole time. 
Oh yeah, that was great. He's he and the whole thing with the crashing the car, that's like a fun little Carter. Like Also never gets brought up again. No, it does. Does it? Yeah, because in the beginning she's like he's like see what I have to go to co- school in and <clears throat> No, no, but like up. when the sign falls on the oh, car. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, is there going to be a scene or any mention and I think the- we can all just assume his dad was pissed. Yeah, cuz oh, he was polishing the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. It was great. Every every uh, man dreams of a Cadillac in their driveway. Mercedes. Or fuck. Okay. I watched this a couple hours ago. <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times. I, I think I do have it on DVD, but DVD is not great quality. No. Um, okay. Also, can I just tell you in all caps? I wrote. Oh, I wait, this couple, was later. I have a couple. Never all mind. Caps. This is this is later in the movie. I don't want to spoil it, but I have a very. Um, I was really emotionally invested in this watching it last night. By the way, I cry. I cried multiple times. I cried in the beginning and I cried at the end. No, I cried in the the set. No, I did cry at the end. I cried in the beginning. I cried at the wait. The when climax. did you cry in the in the beginning? Oh, you know when her dad died. Oh, much. I don't know. It just made me so sad for that little girl. I was like, she's enough parents. Okay, so Jennifer Coolidge. I want to talk about Rhonda. Sure. Jennifer Coolidge and Regina ha- King is Rhonda. Yes. Yeah. Is that Regina King? Oh my gosh. Wait. I think so. Oh yeah. So Regina King plays Rhonda. And she's in this diner and she is not afraid to sass Jennifer Coolidge. Oh yeah. Well, she's also like been there forever. And the other two, there's like a waitress, Regina King's the manager, Rhonda, and then there's a cook cook. that like have been there since Sam's dad was there. So they are looking out for Sam. And so... Making her go to school. Yeah. Because... That's the other thing. Jennifer Coolidge just wants her to work all the time. She's like, you go to school to get a job. You already have a job. It's like, dude, what? Who let you take custody of this child? But also, like, it's really good that she has Rhonda. Yeah. So Rhonda, there's a scene. This is why I wanted to bring up Rhonda. Yeah. So the first time you're introduced (laughs) to the diner, this is what Rhonda's saying on the phone. You call that grade A beef? Well, that cow must have cheated on its test. And I was here for it. I ate that up. I remember like the, 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 the vibe of it. But I did, I did not remember that line. And I was like, that is adorable. It's just adorable. That's a good line. But a really uh, fucked up line is later when Jennifer Coolidge comes to the diner and is yelling at uh, Rhonda. And she, or wait, who calls Rhonda Betty Crocker from the hood? Was that I Jennifer think that was Coolidge? Ger- yeah, that was Jennifer. Yeah, Coolidge. that's really fucked up. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy lines in this movie. Like, um, also the cool kids at one point say the white zone is for cool people only, and that sounded wrong because also they're like the only person of color in this movie is Rhonda. Yeah, it's because you know it's, it's also an LA school, like yeah. a fr- really nice LA school. It's like a thirty. There's thirty five hundred people. They say that at one point, which makes sense because I was like, how do they not know each other? But their school's so big. But then it is also weird that he's so famous. He's like Tom Brady of their school that like of 3,500 people, literally everybody knows him. Although now that I'm thinking about it, there's definitely people that I went to high school with that like stayed pretty below the radar. Yeah. I mean, I, my graduating class was, I think, four or 500 people. Where so it's like, go? were you in this area, right? Yeah. In the, in the Philly suburbs. Where? I went to Plymouth White Marsh High School. Okay. I went to Haverford High School. Ah. I'm a Delco bitch. Oh, Manco for life. Um, that's a weird brag. Uh, but, 
But yeah, so it was like one of those schools where it's like there were 10 people that everybody knew and then everybody else just kind of mushed together. Yeah. I, I think I've talked about it a couple times on the podcast, but I was a minor celebrity in my high school. Whoa. Because I did the morning announcements. <gasps> like the cute alt girl that they have who's like going yes. on about capitalism Actually, or wait, no. She's my favorite character. <laughs> she's great. Oh, she's like the perfect high school kid doing announcements. Because also she wasn't, I thought she was going to do like a bunch of like goth jokes, but she didn't. She was, because she, she was like I guess more seen. government yeah. or something. Wasn't she? Yeah. And then she, then the teacher made her do the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh yeah. That teacher is funny too. There's a very weird scene. This like older female teacher who's, who again, probably is an actress that's like in stuff. I feel like I recognize oh, yeah. her from something. So she is not on screen that long. I will say there's a scene where, like, she's laughing really hard, and then you can tell she has, like, reason to be concerned, and her face, like, changes very appropriately to, like, oh, no, I'm a teacher. But there's this very weird part with Chad Michael Murray and the two of his friends. Oh, yeah. And she comes over to them. Do you them. mean when he li- they lined up every go- girl oh, yeah. in the school? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to, like, why they do it, but I just want to, while we're talking about this teacher, because she's, like, she just goes, David. To his friend. She's like, David, you're a very bad boy. And that's a terrible shirt. And it is a terrible shirt. It's a very bad shirt. But it's so random that she... It's like weirdly like flirty, but not in a way that I'm uncomfortable. It's just very funny. Yeah. And then she's never talks again. Also, real quick with that goth girl doing the Pledge of Allegiance. So I did the... We had to do the pledge every morning when we did Mm -hmm. the announcements. And so one day I didn't do it. And one of my co-hosts did it. And uh, instead of saying uh, indivisible, she said invisible. (laughs) And uh, we never let her do the pledge ever again. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, Also, I think it's very cute that you did the announcements. I like that. I got in trouble because I played America by Simon and Garfunkel because they said cigarettes in it. You got in trouble for that? Not like in trouble, trouble, but it was just like the teacher that did it with me. He like pointed at the the speaker and he was like, "Like what? Uh, you that was a, that's an inappropriate thing." I was like, "Come on!" I tried to play Everclear a couple times too, but he said no. That's really funny. We had a radio station, so I had a radio show Whoa. every year. It was really cool. Um, and they had like funny PSAs that you had to play, and there was one that was like, "Everybody's doing it," and it was about <laughs> recycling. <laughs> okay, wait. I want to get to the fact that Chad Michael Murray. I decided watching it last night that he is hot. He's not my type at all. But he's, like, so pretty. I Yeah, I see it, but I don't vibe. Yeah, like, I just appreciated him last night, but I it's he's not my style. Because him and Hillary Duff together, when they're dancing in the gazebo, they're, like, the whitest possible couple in the history of the universe. Yeah, I mean... Like, they're both, like, very, like, bleached blonde. I was going to say, they're just, like, they just are both blonde white people. Yeah, like, li- like very literally. I meant through the she's whole... wearing a white oh, dress. Oh, oh, I was like, I mean, through the whole movie, they're pretty blonde and white. I don't know yeah, what the Yeah, but it's like something... Seems. Well, the gazebo was also... The gazebo was set up also, like Also, they're dancing to Albi, so that might have something. Yeah, and it was also weird because there was a band playing in the background, so I'm like, oh, are we supposed I- to believe that they are playing Albi? Because I have a problem with that. No, I think it was just to, like get the music I don't think I think in the beginning they are and then it's just supposed to be about um, but wait so Chad Michael Murray's character though is named Austin and I that's what got me I like forgot about that and I is Austin like a like a hot name for you? I feel like no not for again none of this is my preference but hot Austin is like totally a thing right yeah like, that's kind of i loved it i was told i was here for it they have very old cell phones they call their teachers professors also oh, i missed that yeah they're like professor whatever looks like a frog <laughs> oh yeah because he hadn't showered in a couple weeks no because he was like well there was the one prof- the one professor i guess that like 
they mentioned because of the drought. Oh, and there's a drought. The entire movie, they keep referencing the drought. Yeah, well, that's because, you know. It's California, but also. No, but there's, it I comes know, in later. Well, I didn't know that. So I was like, what the fuck is going on with the drought? Do they have to, like, save an animal or something? But they said that the one teacher is, like, going above and beyond because he hasn't showered in a while. I thought that was a joke. Doesn't the girl say that in the announcement? She did, but also looking at him, I believed it. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Wait, um, so they meet in a chat room because they both... So in the beginning, before he dies, so tragically, Hilary Duff's father tells her that she's going to grow up and meet a prince and go to college. And she's like, where do princes go to college? And he was like, Princeton. So her dream has been to go to Princeton. Fiona, her stepmother, Jennifer Coolidge, is the key to paying for that. That's why she does her bidding. Chad Michael Murray's dad is the most stereotypical. Also, that guy is in something as a dad. Yes, he. Re- I recognized him, and looking at his credits, I could not figure it out. What was what was the what name of? Because he runs a car wash, and he was like, "Okay, son, you're gonna go to you're gonna go to college, and then you're gonna help me run this car wash." And Chad Michael Murray just wants to be a writer, which they never really bring up that much <laughs> the entire movie. Like he's not like writing an essay at any point. Uh, um. He's he's just like been in a lot of stuff. The movie Smart House. That's where I'm. That's it. That's it. And oh wait, and he is on Le- One Tree Hill. I was thinking, I'm like, isn't he on One Tree Hill? Oh, that's um, fun. But yeah, I, he's on the show Greek. He's in the show Ugly Betty. Um, it looks like he. Oh, he's in House of Cards. Oh. But I didn't really watch anything about beyond the first season. Yeah. Um, maybe um, it is the movie Smart House. I think it for me it was definitely Smart House because. I don't think I'm that connected to that movie, but maybe... Neither am I, but I watched it for this podcast like almost a year ago, I think, at this Ah. point. So I guess that just kind of bubbled back up. Yeah, he just like was very familiar to me. But anyway, so he has a a car wash. Yeah, he wants Austin to go to USC and play college football. He's got his future set out. Dad, that's not my dream. It's yours. I'm out of here. He doesn't say that till later. I know, but... But Austin's very compliant with it, but they meet... Because they're both in a Princeton chat room. So many plot holes already. Like, yeah. what kind of chat room is this? And also... I mean, this is 2004. But I've, were there chat rooms like that for Princeton-related things? I think, I That's think what like, I'm like, wondering. Like, AOL had... I didn't really use them because I was I mean, I used young. chat rooms to get bullied in, but... No, I'm just... Yeah, I mean, I was more of, like, an Omegle guy, but that's... What's just, that? Oh, Omegle sucks. It's, um... It's like chat roulette, basically, uh, except text only. And uh, I'm not familiar. You don't have to. It sucks. Like, but it's real. It's a thing to now, or yeah. it was back. I then? I mean, it was back then. It still, I think, exists. But I don't know anybody that would still use it. But it's like you would just get paired randomly with somebody. You would just like, kind of talk, and then when one of you got bored, you would just disconnect and go to somebody else. Sounds like Tinder. It basically is, and I actually would use it uh, to just like catfish, but not like to really any sort of end. I would just like pretend to be. Like a teen girl, so teen guys would think I was cool, and then I would be like, haha, gotcha, and then leave. Which should have been a big clue that I was gay. Um, <laughs> I was not gonna say that. I'm glad you did though, because no, I was friends. like, you can say it. I was like, maybe that's because you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted teen boys to talk it's to like, you like you were a girl. It's insane how many things I look back on <laughs> from my childhood, and I was like, oh. As soon as you were saying that, I was like, probably <laughs> Uh, I, I like when boys talk to me a certain way. I get it. Because this was like the peak of ASL, of saying like age, sex, location. So I, I think I'd I say know. like 16 female. And then I, I I probably said Philly, but I 
then I switched to like Portland or something. Yo, that's so crazy. Yeah. So that's fucked. Um, wait. So they meet and they are emailing. They're texting. So like you're first introduced to them. There's like some weird parking wars thing going on, and he like steals her spot, and he's popular, and she's like, "Bam, invisible." And she has this like, amazing hey, car. Hey, Diner Girl, can you get me a breakfast burrito? Ha 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 ha. Yeah, they call her Diner Girl the whole movie, which also made me very sad. Well, because I realized at the end, oh, they're making fun of her for having essentially like an after school job, which like. I had friends in high school and college that, like, even had families with restaurants and they would, like, work there. And that's, like, a cool thing. Because if you're friends probably with them, because, you can get free food. Yeah, that was, well, that was also it. But also probably because it was just, like, rich L.A. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's I, that's kind of what I figured. Um, But also, like... I miss flip phones. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wrote down old text phones. I mean, old cell phones. Narrating your text. I you, like it. Because we watched Hillary Duff type out one text and it took her so long and I forgot. I forget the system of typing on a flip yeah. phone. But... It's also just like the, every part of this movie is so nostalgic for me. Yeah. Like I was, so I was 13 when it came out. Yeah, I'm 28. I wanted to say I was 13 and I realized you do the math so I'm doing it for you listeners. So anyway, I was 13, so they were just, like, three years older than me. They were high school. They were so cool. This was, like... And I have an emotional connection to Hilary Duff. I Google her all the time. Um, I actually have a joke about her in my stand-up. I'm not going to spoil it, but... <laughs> so I am serious about... I, I'm a Hilary fan, hard. Um, I, I loved her when I was... Like, I mean, mainly, I loved Lizzie McGuire so much. So good. Yeah. So... Oh, I wrote down overbearing dad getting him to play USC football. He says, it's taken care of. And I was like, pretty funny because there's this big bribing scandal. Like, (laughs) I love it. Also, okay, so Austin has a really hot girlfriend, obviously, who's like a total bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has these two friends who are inappropriate to women, which it makes sense that he's the good guy. I also love that there's a scene where Carter, your fave character, stops a guy from being inappropriate to a woman yeah. and I was like hell yeah Carter it's very oh, it's very endearing he's a very sweet was that, boy that was during the dance that's right? the dance yeah. yeah we'll get there wait was, was the guy being inappropriate was this Simon Helberg from the Big Bang Theory I don't watch that show okay he was the he was the dork oh like, wait aren't was, they all dorks no 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 but like he isn't was, that like the premise of the he show he was like the he was the dork that was played for last rather than Carter where it's like the dork that has a couple laughs but he's also very nice he, uh. he was the one that dressed as Neo from the Matrix Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I thought you meant... No, that's not who it was. It's one of Chad Michael Martin's yeah. friends. That guy, um, I meant on The Big Bang Theory, aren't they all dorks? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Terry are. is the guy's name. He, like, pretends he's on another planet. And she... Oh, so, okay, well, we'll get there. But this guy's really weird, and he, like... Uh, yeah, he plays the dork classically. And at one point... She's, like, going to meet up with her prince. Because they've just been texting and emailing. They don't know each other. They know they go to the same school. She's not ready to meet up, which I respect. And, um, but they, like, know everything about each other. And at one point, Rhonda's like, is that the boy who's been sending you those love letters? And she's like, they're not love letters. And she was like, a man is taking his time to write down his feelings for you. They're love letters. And I was like, yeah, they are love letters. Thank you, Rhonda. No, I was just thinking, like, man, that's so, remember when people didn't just text well, I mean, they were texting, but he was writing, like, emails and... Yeah, or, like, long texts. Because I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel weird if I text something and it's more than two sentences. Like, I'll split it up if I, like, have something longer to say. Yeah. I love calling people, but I will say that my parents recently made fun of me for the way that I text, which 
as soon as they brought it to my attention, I was like, oh yeah, I do this. I'll send, sometimes like depending on the person, I'll send like a long paragraph. Mm -hmm. But usually I send like stream of consciousness texts. So it's like boom, 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 six, six in a row. And then I'm quiet for a while. My mom's like, I don't even need a special ringtone for you, like text sound for you. Because it's just like, <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. she's like, oh, it must be Hannah. I'm like, damn, dude, you right. Um, so yeah, they're texting. He says, hopefully we can meet up. And she's like, soon. At the Halloween dance. Or the, well, yeah, the at first she's like, nah. But then, yeah, they decide. He's like, meet me at the Halloween dance. They're Also, they're talking all throughout the day. They're IMing while they're in school. Like, really building up the the narrative. So they make plans to go to the dance. First, Chad Michael Murray and his friends go to the diner. Oh, because Sam's not allowed to go. She's like. Because she has to work the night shift. Yeah, she has to work. She's like, please, Fiona, I never ask you for anything. And she's like, No. Can and you stop being so self-centered? And it, I honestly wanted to cry again. It was like, Jennifer Coolidge is so funny, but I was also like, that's, this like, girl's life is terrible. And she's yeah. so upbeat. But like, the people at the diner have her back and they're like, yeah. we will cover you. Go, You are not missing your dance. You're going to go to school. Also, Carter shows up and he's like, Sam, you have to go. And Rhonda's like, oh my God, I'll make it happen. So oh yeah, Rhonda gives her her old wedding dress that she never wore, which really confused me. But... The thing is, is that they go to a costume shop and they buy a mask and then it's the rest of it is Hillary Duff and he does not recognize her. I was also thinking that. It's really, I mean, his costume also doesn't hide him, but it's really surprising to me that considering he's looking everywhere for her, he can't figure out what. But maybe, maybe it's partly because like if it's somebody in your school that you just think nothing of and you're just like, oh, like I vaguely know who you are and then they show up with something completely not like them to wear like hair wise and clothing that it can just be a throw up but still like just covering the part like a third of your face is really gonna do anything it could have been a she could have like worn i don't know she looked amazing she could have worn um the the uh chipmunk costume oh yeah they did there's a great like every movie, every classic comedy, there's a great fashion montage where and she's trying like, on different costumes. Thumbs down, thumbs it's up. It's Rhonda and Carter and the costume shop guy. Yes. Yeah, Rhonda's great. Um, Regina King. Yeah, she's great. Um, so they get to the dance. Um, uh, Chad Michael Murray and Hilary Duff, they meet. She's like, I don't know about this. Wait. Hold on. Before they meet, she enters the dance. I wrote, I eat this shit up. I'm rooting for her so hard. <laughs> she enters the dance. It's ridiculous she's not recognizable. And Carter walks down the street. He's like, what's everyone looking at? And they turn and everybody's staring at her. And I was so into it. And then they put a spotlight on her because obviously they, yeah. at that point they have to. But I was here for it. And she's like, I think also because her character is so likable and humble that like her walking down, I was like, yeah, also the um what's it called the two like the two asshole friends of chad michael murray they dress up as two of the three musketeers and they're like what the hell and all i could think of was like high schoolers were dressing as the three musketeers in like, a <laughs> costume i like it they all I were can... pretty extravagantly dressed i whenever there was a halloween dance and in school, I would try to do like a really clever costume which meant that i never won costume contents cost costume contests because mm-hmm. uh they were just like i had to explain yeah. them like i, I usually like, just like did what i could find around bought yeah. a harry potter cape once but i think like bringing any kind of fake weapon is like no good i, that's, that's I don't know thought. the rules of halloween i'm i'm with you on that i don't know my brother had this like fake knife that would like stab and it would just go in 
and it made for a oh job. that's fun that's maybe why i'm like oh, what i that? i heard once that like people were stop like not using those as much anymore because they just like malfunction all the time mm. which like I never experienced that. Like, we just didn't sit them. there and like. Yeah, but apparently there's like some little weird mechanism in the spring that like they started just like locking. And uh, and they should be sued. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so the, the spotlights on her. Yeah, there's an open punch bowl. Crazy, <laughs> insane idea. Um, the the teachers are grading the costume contest, which that was weird to me. Yeah, and they say to uh, to uh, name. Homecoming prince and princess. And I just got angry because, like, it's homecoming king and queen. Yeah, and the fact I that they're dressed as prince. Yeah, whatever. I get it, but it's like, yeah. That's not what they're called. So they're like, we're going to meet in the center of the dance floor. They meet, and then that guy, the weird space guy, is there, and he's like, you're standing in directly in the middle of the dance floor. And she's like, no, it's not fucking you. But she's too sweet. So she's like, okay. Hi, Terry. And then he, uh, Austin, Chad Michael Murray shows up and he's like, Austin Ames. A worthy opponent. Something about my lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Could, it's very cute. Yeah, if this was today, he would be like a real heavy doxer on the internet. Uh, but in this one, before the internet is big, he's just like adorable and lame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so so they dance uh, to I'll Be by Edwin McCain. They play 10, she gives him 10 questions. I will say, looking back, I am like, she's very poised with the way she talks to him. Like, I feel like I'm such a spaz. Like, I'm like, <laughs> man, I should, like, she's a woman of few words. Like, she's, he definitely writes more to her than she does to him. Yeah. Well, and I, mean, I was also, like, yeah. You and I are both comics, so it's like, whenever we meet anybody new, we accidentally lay everything out on the table. I was just talking to someone about this yesterday. It's such a problem. It's a problem, but at the same time, like, I've been dating this guy for uh, four or five months now and it's like he knows exactly who I am yo I just like he hasn't seen me do stand up yet he has seen me do improv oh my god that's like something I get out of the way early and he, I'm he like was, please come see me do stand up and he was at, I don't wanna... he was at your mom is funny oh hell and yeah during the uh, insane revelation that happened on stage oh yeah can I just say it now yeah sure bro- okay so on stage <laughs> Ross Ross's mom Barbara had we'd like asked them questions beforehand it's like the newlywed game yeah exactly of. like the newlywed game and Barbara we asked Barbara something about like I don't even remember what the question was but her answer was like when Ross walked in on his dad and I having sex and Ross was like what <laughs> I did and she's like oh you don't remember and it was to be honest, as the host of that show, it was gold. But. Yeah, uh, but that was a fun thing that my brother and I both agreed <laughs> after the show we are never going to bring up to our parents. Also, ever. Ross apparently used to do Jamaican accents. Yes, okay. So it wasn't that I did Jamaican accents like Carter, um, but I I thought I could do really good accents, and they all ended up sounding Jamaican and, and, uh, and that kind of bad. God, we had a field day with that. Yeah. My co-host Pete and I were like, yo, we, that was our, like, we usually pick some stuff in the, you know, like when you're hosting a show, you're like, okay, I'm going to like pick some funny moments and maybe talk yeah, and about them later. Yeah, I just kind later. of gave that to you. Yeah, uh, the Jamaican accent thing was like really Yeah, because I was like guessing a thing that my parents would have been embarrassed something. about me or something. I for, yeah, it was like one of those questions. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so uh, funny. So anyway, so they're in the gazebo <laughs> dancing. To Albie. To Albie. And, oh, and she has to go. Um, 
Yeah, she has to go because she has to get back to the diner before Fiona gets back with the stepsisters. Yeah. Who, and by the, the way, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we both jumped at it. So they they They're wanted so to go funny. as Siamese cats, and the mean one goes, not Siamese twins, even though they both still Twin get the cats. memo. To, yeah, to dress as cat, uh, cats. It's And they fall down the stairs, and like I'll be honest, like... Again, these actresses, I'm a big fan of phys- like well done physical comedy. And I just really, maybe because I was like, and then they knocked in. over salt and pepper. Oh, yeah. And then the salt sneezed. It was very good. It, just good content. <laughs> <laughs> just good content. Them like rolling down the stairs. They're physical comedy. Again, they go through a fucking car wash. Like, they're, it's so silly. Yeah, they're the best kind of insufferable character. Yeah, and they're only on screen long enough to like, they engage with someone and then they just start fighting with each other. And that's what I think is what yeah. makes them so enjoy- enjoyable is that like their interactions with other people just devolve into them fighting and then the fighting is funny usually yeah and i definitely got more like genuinely annoyed with them later on in the movie when and uh, like if you know the plot of cinderella like you know what i'm talking about wait when they're when they're like oh i was cinderella and then they like lie about well also they like here's ready for this drum roll yeah uh they hack hillary's emails (laughs) well in, that should have gotten a bigger laugh. In, I hope, <laughs> listeners at home, I hope that, I'm, I'm going to say, no, it's fine. I just like, you know, well, they it's, had killed, to be fair, her name is Sam in the movie. I get it. I just was, when I thought of that last night, I was like, oh my God, her emails are hacked. Her emails. <laughs> I also love Hillary Clinton. If this was a live episode, that would have killed I'm sure. Thank you. But when you and I are just like look at, looking at our notes and trying to figure <laughs> out what we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're super mean. But also in, in their defense, Hillary like left it just super open yeah, that while was, the one stepsister was, was in there. it was 2004. Yeah, you're right. I used to leave my away message up on the family computer. What, do you remember your away message? They were always song lyrics. I was I did, I did parodies. Uh, no one messaged me, by the way. Like, I <laughs> no. Didn't, I, no, it's fine. I was a loner, which is why, like, when Roz asked me to do this show, I was like, can we watch SNL? I feel like I watch that like, <laughs> most of my childhood. I would, like, get really into comedy. But um, that's why this stuff appealed to me, too, because she's kind of a loner. She's definitely a loner. Yeah, by nature. And I'm, I was into it. Wait, so... So they, she has to leave. She has to leave. And she drops. And I audibly went, oh my God, when her this cell happened. Phone. Yeah, she drops her cell phone and that's the ruby slipper. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, the slipper. Um, glass slipper. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the Which, material why was. Why didn't the glass slipper turn back? So she's driving. There. Oh, I see. So Carter had, Carter had crashed all of his cars. So he got his dad's car for the night. Sam has to leave and she sees Fiona picking up the stepsisters. So she's like, hurry up, Carter, get me back to the diner. Because Fiona was like, don't go to the dance. I'm going to come check on you at the diner. So they're driving. Carter's going really slow, being really careful. The sisters see them and then they're like, mom, step on it. And they, her foot, she goes to push the pedal where her mom is driving. Her foot gets caught. And there's just like montage of this car just like (laughs) swerving through LA traffic. It's Looks terrifying, but it's also very hilarious yeah. once again. And Carter is like, yellow means slow down, and they're just like zooming through. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then also, there's a great shot of Lizzie McGuire. I mean, Lizzie <laughs> McGuire. Pretty basically. She I doesn't don't... trip as much as Lizzie McGuire does. <laughs> uh, Hillary Duff and Carter just like their heads turn and they follow with their eyes this car like zooming past. <laughs> it's, it was cute. So they get back to the diner and. 
Fiona gets back and they're trying to stall for Rhonda and then the waitress and the cook that are like her homies. They're trying to stall for her because they have all like, you know, raised her and they're trying to give her. Rhonda gives her like this pep talk. like, you deserve a good night out. And I'm like, yeah. Um, So anyway, they're all trying to cover for her. And then she gets there and she's like, order up. Like, I'm working on my cooking. And she's still in the dress. So she gets back in time. But she never tells Austin that she's Sam. And so that's the whole thing. And then she's like, he's going to forget about me. And he, like, puts up flyers at school. And that's when they try and to do this, like... he line, They line up every girl. They're like, here's all the girls that, that said yes when we asked them if they were at the dance with you. But he's, like, the most popular guy in school. So, of course, everybody said yes. And he doesn't discount, like, the, the brunettes in line at all. He's like, yeah, sure, maybe it was a goof. I'll yeah. let them all in. Well, and then he's like, he does have a sweet thing where he's like, you're all beautiful, but you guys are not my princess. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, send them away like that. Like, that's sweet. Um, I cry. I wrote, I love drum lines. Oh, I also tweeted this out last night. I did not get any. Um, Hillary Duff was my best friend in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I want to talk, can we get to the pep rally part? Yes, I think that's I very good. Because I stopped. So, yeah, so we mentioned that the um, <clears throat> the evil stepsisters... They try to... Hack her emails. They hack her emails. They, they hack, hack Hillary's emails. Hillary's emails. But the emails! Okay. Um, okay. And so they're like, aha, we're going to show... Like, we're going to get Chad Michael Murray to fall in love with us. And then they immediately fail at that. So they're like, we know who it is. And so they go to... Chad Michael Murray's ex-girlfriend, the cheerleader. Shelby. What's her name? Shelby. I never heard... I never picked up on what her name was, but now I know. So they go to Shelby, the head cheerleader. And Who, by the way, Carter has a crush on, made out with her at the dance because he stopped that creepy guy from hitting on her, Chad Michael, Mar- yeah. Chad Michael Murray's friend. He's trying to get Sam to go tell Austin that it's her. And he's like, fine, I'm going to tell Shelby Cummings that it's me. And she goes up to him and she's such a bitch. She's like, him. I had a whole bottle of NyQuil. Yeah, I was like... That's the teenage version of being drunk. Yeah. And we get it. Which, like, this is a dance. Like, I just drank. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Sorry, so. <laughs> so, Shelby, she, they take it to Shelby, and they're like, because, again, this is a teen movie, so it's all building up to the big game. So, the pep rallies that afternoon, and the cheerleaders, who, of course, he was dating a cheerleader, put together a skit. Also, when the cheerleaders are walking down the hallway, they're just like, move, 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 and people move out of their way. And that infuriated me. I was like, who, what teachers let this happen? But at the same time, I always see those videos and like text things online where it's like, like women writing about how like, oh, I didn't walk out of the way of a man and I just got like fucking slammed in the arms so many times by accident oh yeah that's happened some guy in the subway would not move his leg over and i just got up. it was but it was like I uncomfortable down with a bunch of teens today oh my god i'm gonna get beat up by teens on the subway one of these days i told two teens the other day i actually was trying to write a joke about this but i it was just i feel like so situationally funny but like these two teenagers a bunch of teenage boys were like i sound so old but like horsing around and <laughs> they always like okay teenagers are just like very self-absorbed. And they, like, jump around yeah. and stuff. And, and they're so climbing. One of them, like, almost hit in, knocked into me at one point on the platform. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they, one of them was, like, on the yellow line. And that scares me. And I was like, guys, be careful. And they looked back. And I swear they, like, were so shocked that I was the person that said that. Like, they were like, mm, you're not 50. Well, one time I was walking uh, downtown. And these kids were on a, a hoverboard when hoverboards were briefly popular. <laughs> and 
I, I they were just like, "Hey, what do you think?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, those are like that's cool." And they're like, "Do you want to do you want to try it?" And instead of saying like, "Ah, no thanks," like I gotta go have fun or anything like that, I said, oh, "I don't even know how I'd ride one of those things." <laughs> and I walked away, and I felt so sad that that's how I dealt with the situation. That's really funny. Of kids trying to be nice. These, so, I was walking into the vet though just earlier, and to pick up my cat and they, these girls stopped me and they were like excuse me do you know if they take human patients too because this these guys need a they need to see a doctor they're messed up so they're friends which like i'm sure was hilarious to this girl that she stopped a stranger on the street <laughs> going into a veterinary office to ask her about her crazy friends and i like was on board with it i was like i don't know i could ask them and they did not engage back with me oh. and i was like dude i tried to I'm trying to do a scene here. Yes, end. <laughs> Commit to the bit. That's also like a cool thing that's always in like mafia movies. They're like, we're going to go to our friend who's a vet and like he'll take out your bullet wound. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a cool thing. So maybe, Is that a thing? Yeah, sometimes like you'll see like a like a really chill vet will be like, "Yeah, come to the come to the back after." I dark. have no idea what you're talking about but I I have already admitted on this podcast I don't watch a lot of movies so the pep Pep rallies they do a skit they hack her emails they do a skit about because also it's known that Austin's looking for Cinderella yeah so they do a skit about Austin because he's going to lead the team to the big game there's a lot of Austin chants Austin Austin I was like this is a little bit much I feel like you know no one's like he's not Tom Brady yeah I don't know a single person that was on like my high school football team I'm not going to lie there was a quarterback Liam who was celebrated by all but yeah that's thing we were really bad so no liam chance <laughs> shout out to liam i hope you're well um <laughs> no i haven't thought about that kid yeah. i don't even remember his last name he what? played the tuba though he would play tuba oh that's well that's cool that he like juggled both senior year he, he did escaped it, high school musical <laughs> no but like freshman through junior no maybe not junior year but once he started as quarterback our Band director was, like, so into him being quarterback and was, like, so proud of him. It was great. Um, Okay, the pep rally. So, basically, they start reading their emails, and she... It's really sad. She's like, I've never had a real kiss before. Like, the stepsisters are involved, and her face... Larry Duff's a great actress. Her face, as she's watching this, is like, oh, my God, this is my... She's like, Carter, they're reading my email. She starts to cry. I've lost it at this point. And then um, Austin's dad is like, do you know what this is? And he's like, no. And then he comes back in and he's like, no, seriously, like, do you know what this is about? And I'm like, I don't know dad. Yeah. He's just like being a real classic stinker because that dad sucks. And, uh, well, he comes around though. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but he's a very like, you know, I just feel like I would have watched a movie about his personal growth, like getting over the fact that like the plan he has for his son, like accepting that reality. I'm just saying. I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Let's make um, it. Let's so write it. I wrote, this is so sad. I obviously cried at this part. I've never not cried at this part. And then, and then, oh, and also, we're missing a big thing. Jennifer Coolidge has received Sam's acceptance letter to Princeton University and hid it. And, and then so, she photoshopped a rejection letter. Yeah. So then she, because she doesn't want Sam to go to Princeton. So she says... She comes in. So after the whole pepper thing, Sam goes home. She's crying. She comes in. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge comes into her room and she's like, do you want to? She's like, here, you got some mail. And and it's a rejection letter for, from Princeton. Hilary Duff is crying. It's so sad. And then she goes, here, do you want a cookie? They're so moist. And it's a great tension release. I'm not going to lie, but it is really sad. And then. But then eventually every, like they kind of. 
catch on and uh, they go, it's the big game. Yes. And uh, I keep wanting to call him Tristan and Aww. I know that's not his name. Well, she goes into the locker room first. Yes. And she says probably my favorite line ever. Um, which, so this kind of brings the whole drought thing back. It's so good. They just hint at it and like I forget about it and then they bring it up again. Yeah, this is good. But she said, waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless and disappointing. And then all the guys are like, whoa. Yeah. And she's wearing a really cool hoodie. <laughs> I It's so early 2000s. And it's like maroon and like bright blue and I as soon as I saw it I was like oh my god I remember I wearing a that. hoodie like that so bad um also she moves in with Rhonda I would like to say that and she says Rhonda I'm gonna go out tonight don't wait up for me and I was thinking like yo she's obviously the most responsible sweet kid ever so I'm sure Rhonda's and like, like Rhonda's don't wait like, up to me it's like I, I might was, come back at like 9 20. Well, no, what I was thinking, I was like, anyone else, though, like, an adult takes you in and you're like, don't wait up for me. Like, what an audacious thing to say. But also in this situation. That's probably, that was probably her first time ever saying that. Um, yeah. She's like, they, they're telling her she has to have fun. Yeah. So it's the Fighting Frogs big game. And uh, uh, Tom Hillary, Brady. <laughs> Austin. Austin's like, oh, man, I, I messed up with uh, Hillary Duff. And then Hillary Duff is like, I can't be here anymore. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Austin sees her and it, they're about to do like a big play. It's the, it's the last nine seconds they need a touchdown. Yeah. And he's like. And he's like, oh my God. No, thanks. I'm he runs go. off. This is the weirdest part of that part. That's It's so sweet. And like, you have to just be here for it at this point. But the weirdest part is he goes, he gives the helmet. His, he gives his helmet to the backup quarterback. I'm like, <laughs> that guy definitely has his own helmet. Like, that seems like a health code violation. Um, uh, and then, like, uh, I could see, like, when... The kiss is also amazing. Did you cry during that? Well, no, but he goes, come here. And, like, pulls her in, and it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I could, like, see that there were a couple extras in that scene that were just, like, I, that were just, like, they we weren't told to react to the kiss, so they're still just kind of, like, generally clapping and pep rallying. I know, right? It's great. Um, and then they kiss, and then it starts to rain. It starts to rain really hard, and then... Um, Another great quote uh, via voiceover is she goes, I got my prince and a really bad cold. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> Classic. Um, and then the end. Yes. Should, are we allowed to talk about it? Yeah. This movie came out oh, okay, cool. 15 years ago. That's <laughs> fair. Um, so I wrote good music transition. Anyway, I don't know what that's about. But so she like is packing up her things to leave. Um... Fiona's house, her like childhood house, and she picks up the fairy tale book that her dad was reading her in the beginning. Yeah, and his will falls out of it. Now, as a future lawyer, my I lost my mind at this because your lawyer, okay, legally, like what? There, it's on your lawyer. Like the fact that she didn't have any of this property, like. When like, he died, someone has to have been like, yes, we drafted Will. It can't have oh, been yeah. all Fiona, but she was the witness to it. So, of course, Sam calls the county prosecutor and Rhonda. She's, like, repossessing all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a huge criminal offense, too. She had to, like, work <laughs> off. They're like, and Fiona got to work off her community service at the diner. And I was like, she should be in jail. Uh, for sure. But she's so bad, so it's funny. Yeah, it is. She's, yo, I'm here for it. Austin's dad accepts him, and he wants to go to Princeton. Carter gets with the cute punk 
Yeah, Alt which girl that, that was great. The, My yeah. two favorite characters coming together. Yeah, right? I thought you would, I was going to say that at first, and I was like, oh, we'll get there. But it's very good, and they go to Princeton together, and then she's like, but I mean, I'm at least just a freshman. Like, hell yeah, dude, keep it real. Keep your options open. I will say, her voiceover in this movie is ridiculous. I know, it's so, the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I like it so but, it, but like I was saying a, a while ago, it's very interesting, because I couldn't stop thinking of Mean Girls while watching this, because it's, and yeah. I also had just watched Not Another Teen Movie for the first time. Oh. Not I, to brag. I, <laughs> but it's like, it's so interesting to see, oh, this is hitting on the exact same stuff, and it's crazy how these movies are were like the exact same movie for decades. Yeah, I really so okay, so what did you think? So I mean, yeah, let's let's just dive right into oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, no, no, no. Like this has happened to me more than once on podcasts where I'm so self-conscious about getting everyone off track that I'll be like, "So, what did you think?" They're like, "We were going to ask you that." I'm like, "No, it's tr- it's totally fine. Let's transition into it." So, um uh, you know, like we rate everything on a scale from zero to five, I'm being so as minute and a specific. Honestly, if you want to do, because I, you, I see you have your phone, you can like work through the different things okay. that you want to okay. rate, and then you can just average it together. Great, I would love that. That's actually like right up my alley. Yeah, because you know math is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we're gonna rate this like every other movie that we do on this podcast, and then we'll we'll look at it against everything else we've ever rated. So. Mm-hmm. Like Hannah, walk through um, how you're going to rate uh, a Cinderella. I'm giving story. you just one number. I mean, if you you can, you okay, can, you can give me a few and then out of five. It. Yeah. All right. Uh, star Hillary Duff, five out of five. <laughs> I'm right. gonna then include the rest of the cast. Sure. Um, four point four out of five. Okay. As far as like that's like acting ability, casting, all of that. Sure. Average for the rest of them. Um, I'm not going to go into like how great Jennifer Coolidge is. She can be included. But we're going to say 4.4. Um, script. I wish I could give ironic fives. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, writing. It's like writing for what it is. See, I'm so generous because I like, like this movie. It's fine. Like it's... Writing for what it is. Mm. Don't feel pressured by me or anything. I just want to keep it real, but like I'm so subjective. How about just like... Don't think, just say the number. 3.8. A weight has been lifted. Yeah, I feel really, really... Oh, okay. okay, I'm done. See ya. No. Uh, okay. Then, what other prim? I'll pick, like, two more. Okay. Um, I, like, spend another hour doing this. <laughs> uh, emotional roller coaster, 4.6. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, like, out the gate, dead parents, like, really tough for me to... I, I like. I can imagine that. Well, as a kid, I feel like I was like, get to the cute part. And then as an adult who like, not only like loves her parents, but is a different time, conversation for a different time, like looking forward to being a mother. I was just like, what a terrible ordeal. Oh, uh, totally. Like um, death is so much realer in every movie now. Yeah. And I just watch. like, just the starting of the movie with like two dead parents. I was like, this is so sad. <laughs> um, okay. And then... Physical humor. <laughs> oh, Hell yeah. 69. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, physical humor would be uh, uh, 4.7. Okay. So, pretty high averaging rating. all of that, you you gave it uh, a 4.5. Oh, that's that's feels right. Yeah, I think that's totally reasonable. Um, For someone who loves this movie and Hilary Duff so much to yeah. try to be objective. <laughs> I mean, I, I think this is another case of one of those things that if I had seen this 
when it came out or when it was when it, it was more like age appropriate for me to mm-hmm. do so, I think I would like it a lot and give it um, a higher rating. But towards the end of the movie, when I saw um, Carter and Goth Girl embrace, like the number just kind of came to me because, uh, like, I think I said this walking in. This wasn't a good movie, but I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. But I think I have to go with the the number of not a good movie. But I think it's... What number is it? 2.86. Okay. I think... Like, it's not... That's not okay, necessarily fine. bad. Okay, but it's, Yeah, I mean, that's... Okay, sure. But it's a little... No, that's fair. ...below average. But I think... I think it was fun and cute. And yeah. it's a fun thing that now I can reference. But yeah. I was just like, this is a very... Like, this is a very average movie. <laughs> um, no, I pretty much agree with you. Like, that's why I was, like, writing, like, it's it's an average movie. But it was funny because, like, what you said about not seeing it when it came out. One of my friends from law school, like, we had talked about watching this last semester. So I was like, oh, shit, let me text her. <laughs> she couldn't come over, but she's like, oh, my God, today we saw each other. And she's like, yo, how good was it? And we started, like, quoting it. And she knew. She was... Equally into it, and she had not watched it mm-hmm. in as long as I had. It was it was great, but, um, but, but yes, I yeah. recognize my bias. And crunching the numbers, so together we're giving um, a Cinderella story an average score of three point six eight, which okay. in our like total rankings of every movie that puts it right above the Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas, oh. and just below, like by a thousandth, um, Cool Runnings. <gasps> Cool Runnings is such a good movie. Which, like, it's The music was done by Hans fucking Zimmer, dude. I, I knew Hans that you were going to say that, Zimmer. but in my head I wanted to say Gruber, and I know that's not right. Hans Zimmer did the music for Cool Runnings. One yeah. time I... That's crazy. Have you like, met... Wait, were you about to say that you met Hans Zimmer? No, I one time tweeted that. was I was watching oh. Cool Runnings, like, <laughs> five years ago. It was on HBO or something when I... No, it had to be longer. I was in college. I was living with my parents in the summer. And they have fancy cable. And, uh, yeah, I saw that pop up and I was like, yo, the guy who did Inception music also did Cool Runnings. I love it. He's like, he just like went to town on a bongo one day. Yeah, I enjoy And I think I, it may, that makes sense. Like I would definitely put Cool Runnings and a Cinderella story together in that like nostalgia, I get it and it's fun, but like objectively, like the movie isn't great. No. But it's enjoyable. Exactly. Enjoyable is definitely the word. Because this movie, like, there are a couple... I would say, too, like, when I was younger, especially before movies were just, like, different, like we were talking about, there are some fun little twists in this movie where it, like, follows a pattern. But, like... Well, I mean, it's Cinderella, obviously. But they, they I feel like there's creative ways that they do certain things. Yeah. But, again, it's, like, very formulaic. But it's enjoyable. Exactly. Um... But, but Hannah, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. Um, uh, what what would you like to plug and promote and point people towards? Please follow me on Instagram at Wanda Cheeseburger. I'm fun. I think I'm fun on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter too at Hannah Trav. Um, I run Good Good Comedy Theater Show. Your mom is funny every month, and I run a show, a stand up showcase here in South Philly called Good Hang Comedy. We're also on Instagram at Good Hang Comedy. But if you are just wanting one thing, I can't plug my Instagram enough. I really, I think I really have a good time. You do have a good. I do stories. I, I've gotten, I feel like they're tasteful. Yeah. You don't, Thanks. You, they're, they're fun. I think I, I respond to it once a day usually. I usually, so that's my other thing. I like, 
I love responding to people's stories. And yeah, yeah. No, it's we have a good we have a good rapport. Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> this so, is why we're friends because of Instagram. Yeah, rapport. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you have one more chance to catch uh, the Maccababes uh, Porham show at the Philly Improv Theater this coming Sunday. Uh, I for, Oh, it's called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Porham because it's a Porham themed show, the Jewish holiday. That's basically Halloween. Uh, so ba- yeah. it's basically like a Cinderella <laughs> story. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, thank you all for listening. Thank we will you. hear you next week and go, go, gadget and show.